0: Dear Church Podcast.
1: I wonder if Ralph Waldo Emerson ever met Margaret Thatcher.
0: I doubt it. I Mind blown. They're
1: not contemporaries. I don't know. All
0: right, guys, we're going to get into our lightning round episode. And uh, this episode is going to be different. And we'll do this every once in a while. And maybe even down the road, if we have enough people you know, respond or whatever, we can incorporate questions. But for now, we have come up with 16 questions that we are gonna ask rapid fire. Here's the rules. We want you to know what the rules are. Steve, we especially want you to know the, what the rules are because we know that you're gonna fight the system no matter what they are. Here they are. Rules for lightning round. A controversial question will be asked. We'll give two minutes to each question. During that time frame, we may agree, disagree, discuss, or attack one another with all the fury of a camp meeting preacher or a recovering fundamentalist Damn after it. the two minutes is up. I've never heard a camp meeting preacher. A bell will sound at which time the next question will be asked. Here's the bell. That's what the bell's going to sound like. I literally downloaded a free app on my phone. We're doing this thing on the cheap because we're independent Baptists. Hey man. I don't like that. Everybody good? No Baptist junk here, brother. My favorite rules are the ones I make up,
1: so I'll, I'll go with these. Okay, though.
0: but you're you're good with all these rules. Sure. Steve, I want to make sure you're good with all these rules because when you break them, we are going to come out. As you. long as when the bell rings, I win, I'm good.
2: What happens when the bell rings, guys? Cut his mic off.
0: Yep, turn off the mic. There yeah. you go. Okay, just making sure that we were... Remember Ronald out.
2: Reagan? I paid for this microphone. Do you remember that? <laughs> all
0: right, so some of these questions are spiritual. Some of these questions are not. So here we go. Question number one. What is the appropriate biblical definition of legalism? Go.
2: All right, I'll take this one. Legalism is an overemphasis on the specifics of a rule or law. It's when you avoid the heart of the matter and you overemphasize the the letter of the law. That's what it is. Is what I think it is. Okay. It is, it is not just adding works to salvation.
1: Really? Yes. Wait, what? I yes, agree. You agree with me? Well, yeah, because people always give that definition, and it's like, if that's the case, there is no legalism anywhere outside, you know, within, within biblical Christianity. And I think if you think that keeping a law makes you righteous, then that's legalistic. But
2: where— well, See, hold on, I though. disagree with that because, because you do have to—this <laughs> is a whole sticky wicket. There are some things <laughs> that God word, expects Michael. you to do if he's going to approve of you.
3: Well, I think the you have to divide it. it. I think Approval you can have legalism—
2: I think
1: legalism is that the law gives you strength. the Bible says in Romans 8 for what the law could not do in that it was weak
3: through the flesh
2: no that's so that's legalism. the idea of before grace
3: Well there's legalism within the within the realm of salvation so you believe you can do good works to be saved and then I would say there's a separate legalism which believes that you somehow do good works to please God and, and to stay saved yes so Okay, you, but you that's do, what I was trying you, to you say. do
2: good works to please God
3: <laughs> I said it better.
0: You hold did. on, though. Hold on. Let me ask a question, though. Like in the Bible, I don't like where do you see this in Scripture where it's it's referred to? I guess legalism is not in Scripture. The word is it, it's there. No, right? no it's not no. there. OK, no. But show me a biblical example of legalism among saved people. You say it doesn't exclusively deal with salvation, adding works to salvation.
2: Um, I would I would take you to the Sermon on the Mount uh, where Paul deals or, or Jesus deals with the Pharisees at length about their overemphasis on the specifics of a rule. Yeah, but um, they were
0: lost. These were, they were white at supplicants. Okay. They're is the, is the Sermon on
2: the Mount only given to, was it, is it given to save people or was it only given to the Jews? I think it's for both.
0: Okay. Then. But our time is up. We can't go any further. Okay. Good discussion. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll get material for further podcasts here. Okay. Question number two, second question. Ready for this? What do you think about preaching with screens? Preaching with screens. I'll start. We have screens and I do preach with them and we do put our song lyrics on them. And I think that um, we try to keep from overproducing our services because I don't want an overproduced service media, but I do accept that uh, it can be a beneficial tool. I that think they
3: can be. I said a, it. I think
2: they can be good,
3: a good teaching tool when used well. Yeah.
2: Okay, so let me push back on this a little bit because I think when you have screens, you're sending the implicit message that you want people to watch something. Hmm. I don't want them to watch a service. I want them to participate in a service. Mm-hmm.
3: But I think they participate. You know, we, we live in a very visual society. Oh, I'm so tired of that
2: argument. That's but, true. but it's engaging. It's engaging. You it, were just talking to me just uh, on the way out of lunch about why nobody's literate anymore. Because we're so visual. But we, it's, the, it's the letter
3: on a screen. What's the difference between a printed handout with little gaps to fill in?
2: And, or a study guide at the end of a chapter. Because that's not what it becomes. It becomes watch this video clip, watch this movie, watch this thing. And church. And it directly contributes to the idea of I can sit at home and I can watch church. All right, so that's, the, that's then, how
3: it's used, not what's being used. That's correct. So here's but the question. But
2: the, 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 the medium leads to that use. So, so the, then the issue is
0: not whether screens are wrong. The issue no. is whether they're misused. Yes. Yeah, because so they're not. They're but not, using
2: them is misusing them almost all the time.
0: Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very uh, direct statement. There's a very complete statement. I think but screens keep the
1: flies out of the windows. But I'm bummed. Oh, man. Wow. I, don't, I don't have that one of those joke. sound effects
0: <laughs> you, need right. to, you need to download <laughs> one <need> to, quick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry well, to bring Well, here's humor. my opinion on it, is that I think that anything, in, anything like that where it's not inherently sinful, I, I do think there's a wisdom to keeping it in moderation. Right During COVID, we went to screens, we went to words on the screen. And that was just kind of, you know, what we did, because that was one of the things that we were doing to keep no contact services going and all that stuff.
2: I don't disagree with that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, the, you know, I think it's okay. We to didn't use. even talk about sermon jams. And a different question. Oh, wow. Okay, here we go. And speaking of preaching, speaking of sermons, um, question number three, how do you, <laughs> this one's going to be great. How do you all feel about Preaching another man's sermon. Steve, do you want to take this one?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, the reason Martin says that is there's been times he's done some research for me before, but I don't normally... What do you mean
3: sending me my entire sermon notes? Or sending you my entire sermon notes? Yeah,
1: and I find little nuggets in those once in a while. Yeah. you got to dig through a lot of dirt to get to them. But mm-hmm. I don't ever... I've I've on rare occasions preach other people's sermons. Put it that way. Uh, I don't uh, think it's necessarily wrong.
2: Well, none of us are entirely
1: original.
0: No, no. no, Tom Malone was was said to have made this statement. Anything I got, I got from God or someone else. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he said, use anything you want from me, whatever. But then there's some who would say that if you use their outline, that it's plagiarism. Now, there's a reason. There's a reason that I did not for, for several years. I didn't upload even one of my sermons to our church website. People would like, say we need to hear some preaching on the website and i'm like nope because i may have borrowed an or five
3: i think it's very difficult to preach someone else's sermon now yeah. if you oh, absorb yeah. it reabsorb it rework it make it your own it's possible but precisely i've, I've never felt like i've successfully oh. lent on some i've benefited well,
2: the hardest thing
3: for
1: me is hard. other people's sermons aren't as good as mine oh so including your series
2: you, on humility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, okay. Let me ask you this. What if I, what if Martin had a good outline on, uh, let's say, um, Psalm 23 and that structure is there. I would be, I mean, I am not against at all using another man's structure.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. No. Right. In fact, I make, I have about 1300 of my sermons available to guys and right. there's, I don't know what, 75 guys in that Dropbox folder. Yeah. And that's what it's for. It's to provoke their thought and to give them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, not against
3: that, it. And I'm happy. I send out my sermons to people very often because I want to be a help and a blessing. Um, but it's, it, it can be a difficult thing in, in all truth. Yeah. And now when
0: you're stealing a guy's illustration and like straight up, you were right. saying that, oh, yeah, this happened to me. And, you know, then it was like that. Okay. Can't do that. All right. that's So we agree that there's a little bit of a gray area there. Okay. Uh, this is a good an easy one. Um, Coke versus Pepsi. Neither. Neither. Coke. Coke.
1: This is hard cuz I have a very oh my dear friend of mine who works for Pepsi and if he ever listens to this, but I'm I'm solidly Coke Zero, but the aspartame is eating away at my brain. So What would Lester Roloff you know,
0: think? Coke Zero doesn't have aspartame, I thought.
1: Yeah, I thought that for a long time too, but I think it actually does. No, if it does, it says no aspartame drink- on there. I, don't th- I think you're wrong. I'm, str- I'm uh, a Coke guy, but I will Pepsi. drink Pepsi. My if I'm wife, not drinking not... diet stuff, I'm more like a solid Mountain Dew guy. But if you're going Coke Pepsi, I'd go Pepsi.
0: Uh huh. Okay. Well, we're going to end drink
1: this. Drink time. a
2: little wine for thy stomach's sake. Oh, That's okay. all I'm going to say. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> oh, that is wow. not questionable. <laughs> Whoa.
0: We're <laughs> not going into that. Back to a more serious uh, question here. Um, what do you think should be required of the pastor's wife? What is What is the role of the pastor's wife?
3: I think she has great opportunity to serve the church, but I think expectations should be no more than any other lady in the church. I agree with that. Anybody disagree
2: with that? Uh, I do a little bit. I don't disagree with that theoretically. Practically, because Mandy is my wife, ladies will defer to her and look to her yeah. and follow her, and that's that is something she has to own mm-hmm. and has to use. Right. Obviously, it can be it, it can be abused.
1: To me, the biggest heartache in that area, because the Bible doesn't address, in fact, it's very interesting in First Timothy 3, it doesn't address the bishop's wife, but addresses the deacon's wife, which I find very interesting. Hmm. But the fact of the matter is, a pastor's wife needs to be the wife to the pastor, and that's it. And then she obviously should have a heart to serve in the church as God's gifted her, because my wife is not a speaker at all. And people ask her to speak and she'd kind of force herself into it. Yeah. And now it's like, I just tell people, no, and that's not right. my wife's gift. And she'll come help in the kitchen. She'll come scrub the toilet. Yeah. She loves to do all that stuff. My, but that's my baseline
0: not... here, because we're running out of time, is that when people say, what does your wife do? My answer is always whatever she wants. But Mm -hmm. that's because I know I have a wife who supports me. Now, you know, I I can't speak for every preacher who's listening to this podcast, but I know my wife supports me. She supports the, the reality of the ministry. And I know for a fact that she is going to do things. One of my wife's, I think, most important ministries is during the choir service or choir song. She's looking for widows. She's looking for elderly women who are sitting alone and she goes and finds them and sits with them. She I mean, she has some that she sits with if they're there. But the answer is kind of, I think, a blend of what Tom and Martin both said, right, because she is the wife of the pastor like that is her role but she doesn't get paid right. one of my pet peeves though is people act as if the
1: pastor's wife pastors the ladies of the church and the pastor question number six know.
3: next question no next question, i 10. need
1: to expound next on question on that. go ahead start a blog
0: <laughs> yep right about right, question number six here we go christmas music before thanksgiving biblical or no heathen no christmas um, is a day not a season that's, oh, oh no wait, i disagree with on. that that is what day is it though Sometime in March. Yeah, exactly. We, <laughs> I disagree uh, with on, that, too. Come on. One regards <laughs> a day over another, right? No, no. Hey, look. Around here, it's straight up heresy. You play Christmas music before Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm just with you. On, yeah. I'm when with I you.
1: think of Christmas music, my mind goes to the role of the pastor's wife. <laughs> and <laughs>
2: <That's great. laughs> I had more to say. You but always I'm, have more to say. I'm okay. going to keep okay. the
1: rules, because if I don't keep the rules, I'm not spiritual. But that's what legalism is. You are such a politician, is. man.
3: No, I actually think Christmas music in terms of like being cross... No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, a lot of the Christmas carols, it's unfortunate we don't use them all the year round because they're some of the most like joy to the world, phenomenal, yes, doctrinally. And it's and it's not a Christmas song, it's about a second coming of Christ.
0: Because of where it's at in our songbook, we do not sing that before Thanksgiving, brother.
3: Not gonna happen. I'm taking my stand here, guys. Rarely we rarely does it happen, but I think the, 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 the wealth of theology in a lot of those carols. It's, it's a shame uh, that we don't use them yeah, more often. Even in,
2: sometimes I a wealth of I a millennial I am not interested theology. in
0: spiritualizing this conversation. Okay, I'm just telling you right now. I, I will say that my church finds it very annoying that I bring that up every season. So I may have to change my style. With After
1: that. Thanksgiving, we only sing Christmas songs because that's the only time of year we can do that. And, yeah, and, that's and there's not all enough of them, you know what Christmas I mean? Songs. Like you go to sing them. I know, you like, sing them over stink. and over. But One of my favorite we websites of them.
3: is www.isitchristmas.com. What? Look How it How do up. you know this stuff? I have d- a don't don't wealth know. of information. Because he preaches other guys'
2: sermons, and so he doesn't have to study.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Martin, I'll stand up for Martin on this one. He writes other men's sermons.
2: There you go. There That's you go. the
3: way it works. IsitChristmas.com, and that should answer when to use Christmas music. Oh, my goodness. Can you elf yourself there, Stop. too? Stop. Okay, here we go. I'm cutting this one short. Here, Okay, this is a good one.
1: Isn't that um, what that's called?
0: The relevance or biblical nature of door-to-door soul winning, is it something that we should do or something we are permitted to do?
1: Why is everybody looking at me? I think door-to-door soul winning is obeying the command of God to go to every creature. And as a church, I want to be involved in doing that. I don't think God commands us to do it every week. But we do it on a regular basis. We don't do it in the cold, dark months, but we go out in those other months, week after week. I think it's a great training ground to give people uh, comfortableness with presenting the gospel and gets our name out there. I, I, and-
2: I agree with you, and I like the way you phrase that. Going door-to-door swimming doesn't make you spiritual. But the, the, the biblical model that you find in the book of Acts and the epistles is personal evangelism. It's it's one person talking to another person with a view to persuading them to trust in Christ. And that's the beauty of door-to-door soul winning. It's one person going to another person. And I'm it's for, systematically, for, yes. yes. Yeah, I'm for all kinds of evangelism as long as they're done biblically, uh, you know, in the sense of thorough and you, you teach the gospel, but you have to, God's method is, is one person talking to another person.
0: Yeah, and we always, you know, quote daily and in every house, but does that mean we should go door-to-door? Is it, okay, is it a biblical command or is it the... Is it how we live
3: out a biblical command? You know what I mean? Well, I think there's a lot in Acts is it the that you have of that? principle and you have pattern. And I think, you know, baptism is a principle. It's for believers only by immersion. Um, and then I think you've got a pattern of evangelism, which I would see with that text where the, the, the end result is, you know, individuals sharing the gospel systematically going to everyone in your
2: town. I think should you is the wrong question. I think the right question is why wouldn't you? Mm, okay, so I don't think there's a good answer. I don't think there's any good answer. No, for why wouldn't you? No, what if, what yeah. if someone's homeless and they don't have a door? Um, well, then you go to the person. Yeah, they go to the, you go well, to their That's tent. what I
0: mean. There's like yeah, a, a, yeah. So, so basically, it's it's a it's out of conviction that we go, and the the practical working out of that conviction is for sure going to people's houses, right? I mean, it's for yeah. sure going to their door. So, that's the way it works. Okay, this one is going to get us in a lot of discussion. I'm glad we're limiting this one to two minutes, and uh, here it is. Question number eight. Should you use the block feature on social media? Oh my soul.
3: <laughs> Steve, do you want to take this one? Yeah, yeah ahead, I will definitely take this Speaking one. Of the one who's been most blocked. Think, yeah, who
0: hasn't been most blocked in this room? Raise your hand if you're him.
1: Probably
3: me,
0: but <laughs> the fact of the matter is
1: that's because we live in an age of snowflakes. And I think especially <laughs> no, he's right. he's as right. pastors, we've gotta be willing to publicly discuss and it might get intense and And I'm not for ad hominem attacks. Sometimes those happen accidentally. Um, I'm glad this is being recorded. But (laughs) But the fact (laughs) of the matter is, I I don't know, to shut down someone's ideas. Now, if they're being like majorly creepy or perverse or, you know, threatening, that's one thing. But if it's just someone disagreeing with you and it's just to me...
2: I completely agree with that, and I think it's very disingenuous for people who are trying to call the Independent Baptist movement to account for not being accountable to people for having a, 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 a man worship and all of this. It's very disingenuous for them to be blocking people right and left on social media who yeah. disagree with them. Well, it's like yeah. saying
0: truth never fears a challenge, and then blocking someone because of their opinion Perse- exactly. or their
1: position. So,
2: in that in that sense, it's a, it's it's
0: hypocritical. Yeah. But but you said there are some situations, right? I mean, and just got, for the record, I think I've sometimes. been blocked by people like that, but they've unblocked me as long as I, I feel like that's like a badge As
1: long as I statement. grovel at yeah. their feet a little bit, they'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> but.
3: Martin, what's your not, predi- I think sometimes. I think sometimes, I don't think it's a snowflake issue. I think sometimes it's a I just can't be bothered with you issue. Well, but then, and, you know, th- you know, it's, yeah, and the and whole, here's the thing. Yeah. You, have a mute,
0: you have a mute button now. You have an unfollow option. I mean, you can, you can do that kind of stuff without blocking them. It's just when they start to harass you, yeah, block them.
2: Right. Yeah. So that, that's why I say, I think sometimes. I block people my wife tells me to, and there's about five of those. I hey, say. that's a good reason to block someone. Absolutely.
0: All right. Here we go. Next question. Um, should you, um, Read the Bible on your cell phone or tablet as opposed to a physical book.
3: I think in church, I think, and in general use, a physical Bible is better. I think uh, there's been research that's shown that if you use a physical book, there is better retention. Um, But I think there's also profit from using a screen. I think there are apps and things which are helpful. But in general, I would say a physical Bible is superior.
2: I I agree. It, because you've trained us we've trained ourselves, and this is where the research comes from. We've trained ourselves to scroll quickly through something on a yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. And if you're reading the Bible that way you just instinctively move faster through it, which is why you ought to read a physical book. But I listen to the Bible a lot on my phone. Good. I have the Bible physically you know, I read it on my phone, listen it on my phone. But I think if you abandon the Word of God, abandon carrying the Word of God, abandon showing people things in the Word of God, it dumbs it down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go, ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, after you
1: after you uh, I'm just a big fan of having the same Bible for everything like I study um, I read my my devotional times from the same Bible I preach from that same Bible that's why it looks the way it does I need to get it rebound because as you're reading you'll find things on a certain part of a page and there's certain texts that I can go to Mm -hmm. in my Bible that I can't get to in another Bible I might know the chapter or the book, or am I might not, you know, and you just know where it is on the page. The other
2: thing is, I, th- I think it's wrong to flat out preach. You shouldn't use it on your phone. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's okay. unbiblical. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. So that was what I was going to ask is like, is this preference or conviction here? Because, I mean, I think the preference is backed preference. up. Yeah, it is. It is. But I preference. think you can back it up with some good reasons. Mm-hmm. And and what I've done here is like I, I've taken the position in a lot of ways that I would rather have them reading it on their phone than not reading it at all. I'd like yes. to
1: footnote I'm not a big fan of the word preference. That's for a future episode. <laughs> would you say you <laughs> prefer no, people? Yeah, That's, sorry, not That's not the question. That's not the question. Bibles on cell phones, the
0: question. We got ten seconds
1: left. Anything else on that? I like listening to the Bible as I read it.
0: Uh yeah.
2: Alexander Scorby for the win. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Best all best right. one
0: out there. All right, here's another very deep theological question. Uh, Apple or Android? Android. Apple.
1: Apple.
2: I like all kinds of fruit, but I use an Android. <laughs> you use now, an Android. I'll
1: qualify mine. I am a huge Apple fan when it comes to a cell phone, but I switched over to a iMac on my desktop, and I hate it. I, people said I would eventually love it. I'd fall in love with it. it. And I'm like a year into using it. It's Do you just, think that's I just because you've always I used Microsoft? Don't. Probably. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. I'm and not you are the old oldest, yet. I'm yeah, not dude. You're old, the oldest though. one in the
0: room. <laughs> I'm not old. I'm middle age. Yeah, I've used Apple all my life, like starting as a teenager, because what we always uh, had here for design and for music and everything was Apple, because they're the best. Yeah, you
1: I know. think it's probably because I'm trying to play both worlds, because I use Microsoft
3: Word in Apple. I don't. And Yeah, you probably use Pages. Apple tried to no. get a patent... On the rectangle. I mean, they're just obnoxious.
2: <laughs> oh, and Microsoft isn't
3: obnoxious? They're both obnoxious. They're so obnoxious. Not like Apple. Apple, like, you know, Microsoft did it, but Apple perfected it.
2: Bill Gates, Steve yeah, Jobs, but Bill Gates, both of them had their Bill issues. Bill Gates invented Those who can't so. criticize, Martin.
0: <laughs> yeah, Is that all you're doing here? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, like, to me, I would prefer, I think it's usable. I think, an, I think an absolute idiot could pick up an Apple device and have it figured out as far as its usability. Are you testifying? I, well, I must know. Be. That's the way it must sounds. Be, you know? No, now, see, that, no but I would like to test it with Martin here in just a minute. If that's a 20-year-old uh, yeah. that. argument. The weird thing is, I that, cannot. Hey, the, it's, it stands, though. I cannot it's function on
1: Android. I can't pick up an Android phone and even know how to do anything. Or oh, it But doesn't that say more so about Android. the user than? No, usability. I don't know. Usability. Usability iPhone is simple.
3: Look, yeah. I got a sound effect on our phone in preparation for this in like five seconds and you took like 10 minutes. That's because I was yeah. reading
2: my
0: Bible on my phone in between. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Hey, hey we're,
2: just reading reading we're, we're just guys. glad you're reading it. We're just glad you're reading it. Thank you.
0: All right. This is an interesting one and don't start the timer until I ask it and finish the question, please. Can a person be a member of your church and be a Democrat?
2: Yes. Yes. Why would the answer be no? No.
0: I just asked a question
1: because
2: we well, live in. You're a so- participant, aren't you? We
1: live in a society that is. Oh, by the way, my answer is yes. That so. is increasingly equating Christianity with conservative Republicanism. And but aren't there reasons very for that? Though dangerous, there are reasons. But I, mean, I for agree that. with you. It's yeah, there are and I reasons. I agree that for we that. shouldn't.
2: Me of all people, right? I've earned the right to say this. We shouldn't marry ourselves to the Republican Party. But there are reasons why people make that statement. It's wrong to make the statement, it's wrong to hold a position. But the fact of the matter is the Democrats are the ones who boo God. The Democrats are the ones who embrace I realize Republicans do it, they just do it less.
0: Well they do it less and they're also they also hypocritically like they hitch their wagon to the religious group saying this is our base and you know they use us. Yes.
2: No doubt. No doubt. Uh, the the great danger is if you if you imply or preach that you shouldn't be a democrat and be in our church is you you lose the right to to go after it's like saying we're only going to reach white people yeah
0: well yeah and that's and that's the thing i don't think any one of us here think jesus would have ever done that because he was the least he was the last person to be political but at the same time you know it was because his cause is greater jesus is greater right so how we? We're, how, I think part ahead, of the Steve, problem we're missing is missing the perspective that we
1: need, and that's Martin's, because this is an American oh problem. Oh yeah, that's
3: great. Definitely, Mr. Wickens? I think we should just all, you know. Honor the queen. You know, and <laughs> it's so much easier because if you need to change a government, you assassinate one person, job done, move on to the next. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, we live in an echo chamber, and I think the conversation very often is, you know, all of that group is bad and all of that group is good. Yeah, it's I awesome okay, think it's so much. Yeah, living more 16 than years that. in
2: Chicago proved that to me with immigration. And I don't have, we don't have time to get into that argument. But I felt a way differently at the end of 16 years in Chicago about immigration as I did before I moved there.
3: Yeah. All right. That's That may be something we can pick up. I'm not really in favor say. of assassination, by the way. Let, yeah, let me just
1: clarify, clarify that. That's an American thing. <laughs> British intelligence okay. is listening.
3: Question. American thing? What about Guy Fawkes Day? That was like 400 years ago. We've had not a single prime minister you assassinated.
1: You sure do you love to reference The Americans history. like of Guy Fawkes You is ever it? hear of Oliver Three. Cromwell? <laughs>
0: right, yeah,
1: chopped his question. head off, right? Next question.
2: Charles Fourth, or whatever it was. It's, number 12. It's a real
0: thing. Number 12. Question number 12. This is relevant. I'm just going to say it. Um, Is investing in cryptocurrency the same thing as gambling?
3: No.
1: What's the price at doge at today? Well, today, the
0: day of this recording, I think it's hovering somewhere over 30 cents. Who knows by the time we air this, you know. It's going to the moon.
2: since, (laughs) Since we all know this question is aimed at me. Uh-huh <laughs> Why isn't it gambling? Uh-huh. You're not buying anything. There's no underlying fundamentals. It's not producing anything. You're betting that it will go higher than when you bought it.
3: One mm-hmm.
2: well, of the crypto has it has
3: value in that it's secure. it's free to you know buy with. You don't have to pay 3% to Visa. Um, it's you know something which does have value and you know some of them like uh, you know Bitcoin, it's it's a, a limited commodity. One day there will be no more, and so, you know, it, it does have a, a tangible value in that. Uh, now, some of them, like Shibu in Shiba Inu or Safe Moon, you know, they they are a little bit more. Of a a risk,
2: a little bit more sketchy, (laughs) but I think crypto, Dogecoin's not sketchy at all, dude. Not at all. Not at all. all.
3: Come on, Dogecoin to the moon, to the moon. All all depends on
2: whatever Musk tweets, right? Uh Not sketchy at all. A little
3: bit. A little bit. No. uh, No. But I I think it's you know I think any investment can be a gamble, but you do it. That's true. With
2: any investment can be a risk, not a gamble. Those two things are not the same.
3: I disagree.
2: (laughs) Okay. Does everybody here,
0: except for Tom, own some crypto? Oh, yes. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I do a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But but I'm you know I think I'm the only one who got in under ten cents on Dogecoin and actually kept it. Not Congratulations. True. I still have my son and I invested. You invested, but your average is minor. way way over ten cents right now. Yeah. Well, let's let's look it up maybe. right now on their phones. Maybe. Oh, it's way <laughs> over that because you, you tried to day trade it. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. That one's over. Um, This is one. Okay. Um, How do you all feel about uh, reworking contemporary Christian music songs and using them in your services
3: or in uh, recordings and such? I think it's doable. You know, I think sometimes, you know, it it can be a song which is so associated with something I wouldn't want to associate with that I may not do it. But I, I think there are songs definitely which are written in a contemporary sense in that they are new um, and they may okay, but let's, be... let's
0: clarify. We're talking about contemporary Christian style.
3: Right, right. No, no, I think it can yeah. be it can be reworked and I think it can be used.
0: Now, I I know that we've done it and I know we recorded some and and it's turned out very tastefully. Um, and then there's some that we're just we just, we're just just not comfortable with. I, I do think it's a matter of conscience. You know, I think it's a matter of you have to be comfortable mm-hmm. with it. Let every man be fully persuaded. You know, so it's a Christian liberty. with a slippery slope for music. What do you do with
1: the argument that then folks then run and listen to it on YouTube? Yeah, but, but, but uh, let, me, let me just say
0: this. If you try to set a hard and fast rule on this, you will slip and slide all over it anyway. Oh, you're right. You're there right. is a slippery yeah. slope
3: fallacy attached to that a little bit too. Happy birthday yeah. can be yeah. sung in a seductive, inappropriate Steve, way. Steve, go ahead right. and demonstrate. Don't no, don't do it, please. He was helping no. us earlier. If you join uh, our Patreon account, we have Steve singing <laughs> veggie Tales. No, I'm just kidding. A, <laughs> like I'm <awesome>. a
0: <laughs> but no, but see, here's the thing. There's some I would be comfortable with. There's some I wouldn't be comfortable with. Right. And we know based on history, there are some songs that in 10 years we will be comfortable with that we're not comfortable with now.
3: Well, like some songs that the way the lyrics are written, the, the very meter of them are designed to be sung in a way which emphasizes yeah. a, something but, we don't want. Here's
1: the thing. It is a matter of association and we take that to an extreme at times. But during the confirmation of one of the Supreme Court justices, they refused to answer questions about certain topics because they were associated with present political issues, whereas in the past they would have mentioned them. But they didn't want to mention them because of what they'd be associated with. And the song's associated... So we take our cues with, from the political
3: realm? No,
0: I'm just
1: saying oh, the I principle. Oh, I wish I had time to answer this question. No, the yeah, children of this up. kingdom
3: time's are up. wiser time's than up. children this of This is life. a good
0: one for later. This is a good one for later. All right, this is also, I think, one that has some relevance to it. Um, what about bivocational ministry? I'm just going to leave it at that. Real open-ended. Bivocational ministry.
3: Wasn't there a tent maker once?
2: Ooh, that pretty no. much answers that question, doesn't it? It sure
0: does. Yeah so you know there's there's a couple mindsets floating around right one is that you know you should never go work for work for a church that can't pay you i agree if that church can take care of their pastor and they don't then they're abusing the pastor i right.
1: have run into the other extreme too there's a pastor i know that believes that pastors ought to work a full-time job right and his church actually could meet his needs easily financially but he wants to work a full-time well, and they're okay, so who,
2: who among us has been bivocational? me i have so three of us have. Yeah, I, I, I know it heard. really freed me up. My first five years, I worked besides pastoring. It really freed me up mentally, not just time wise. That's obvious. There, but do you it feel frees like you made time.
0: relationships with people out in the community that way too?
2: Yeah, but you can do that outside of working. Yeah, you can. You, you can do that. You know, by being the chaplain of the fire department, you can do that by hanging out at the coffee shop once a sure. week. You can. I and mean, there's there's other ways to do that.
3: I think that's one of the benefits of being bivocational is that it, again, it wouldn't be my preference because to have all of your time to dedicate to ministry is great. Um, there were times but, though that Paul actually no. said, I don't want your money. I know you could
0: give me money, but he said, mm-hmm. I, then there that's were because do any you, of you, you guys don't want to take know? money from
2: a church if you'll hurt, if you'll hurt that church. Yeah. that that's what a pastor's mindset has to be. Do yes, it needs you, to pay me, but I can't hurt the church.
0: Do any of you
1: know the new term for bivocational ministry? Oh, I, I heard an, it the I, other I, day. Yeah, I heard it the other day, and it, it actually co vocational, isn't it? Yeah, yeah co vocational. Yeah, which actually I think takes which that a, means the they deliberately that they deliberately go do get it, a to second put them job. into the community. Okay, and, but how
2: does that? How does that? If if you take the mindset that this is a good idea and we should do it, would somebody please show me those families twenty years later? Yeah, sure, I understand. Well, yeah, I think that has to be
3: a shift in the way that the church yeah, then functions i don't i wouldn't say you should but i think most guys going straight from bible college you know with no practical experience and i know again i'm out of time but I want to clarify that more. All right, later. I'll all walk right, it into the last the next question. question. Too late. Last <laughs>
1: question. We're trying to play by got,
3: the rules here.
2: We've
0: all got cut off.
1: We I
3: gotta,
2: gotta
0: keep say, the rules. I gotta say, it is fun being the enforcer of the rules. <laughs> it's really cool. So go on your head, especially Power because trick, I'm younger than all young of you. The young guy, Napoleon. Is so awesome. Power hey, I'm rumps, only shorter because I'm sitting down, brother. The here we baby go. shaking right. his <laughs> rattle. Song number sixteen. Song number. Song number sixteen. What in the world? Okay. Here we go. Question number sixteen. This <laughs> is the one we're going to end with really <laughs> um, you're driving I, well i but i had to go in order because i'm like running the bell and watching martin run the timer uh, anyway all right, hard, we hard need to go. walk we and need, chew
2: up at the same time yeah, we a need a bit.
0: producer a little bit a little bit here we go question number 16 last question of the lightning round is should a preacher sign bibles oh my soul
3: <laughs>
0: okay first of all have you ever signed a bible anybody in here ever signed a bible I have.
3: I have. Martin have Yes.
0: You? Okay, so a we long all have
3: done it. Time ago. We've all
0: we've all done it. All right.
1: It's every church has a different culture on this as okay. what I find. So it is I've, a preference. I've been in churches where I've preached where no one would even think of it and other churches where there's like a lineup of people even when I laid an egg. I that was I, I laid an egg <laughs> once, I think. Once many years ago, only once, hmm, maybe big enough. Yeah. To yeah. Dinosaurs. So I used to, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I used to sign Bibles and I, and I changed my mind about that. And here's what made me change my mind. Um, I started writing books and people would come to me and say, would you sign my book? Which as an author, I'm honored to, to sign their book. And then the next time someone asked me to sign the Bible, I, I, it, it occurred to me all of a sudden, I don't know why this is like news to me. I didn't write that book. Yeah. yeah. It's not mine. Yeah. I'm just I'm just representing its context contents, and I I, th- I think it contributes in a small way, not a large way. I don't think it's a terrible thing. Do, do it Contributes it, in a small way to the idea of man worship.
0: I sort of say, don't, do you think maybe it started out as an innocent thing, and that sure. it has the tendency, just like a lot of things that we do, sure. to go towards a, mm. a man so worship. So what I do or, now, or if carnal. I preach somewhere
2: in a in a church which has that culture, Steve. And someone comes up to me, usually a young person says, will you sign my Bible? I'll say, no, I won't, because I didn't sign that book, or I didn't write that book. But I'll tell you what I will do. I, I'd like to pray for you. What would you like me to pray with you about? And they want that personal they, interaction and attention from the pastor, yeah. from the preacher, and so I give it to them. Anybody and then, that you, then you
1: say... But if for 1995 you'd buy this book, I'll then sign it for you. That must right? Is this the way you sell books, or what? <laughs>
0: anybody know where that came from? Was that, was that an independent Baptist I origin? I, I will or? say
1: this: that when I was a young man, I had someone sign my Bible once, and he said to me, "I'll only sign your Bible if you promise, when you see my name in there and all these names in there, you pray for us." That's oh good. wow! That's and when good. I sign, if someone yeah. asks me to sign their Bible, I will say I'll do it as long as when you see my name. You pray for
0: me. Okay, yeah, that sounds like some reasonable thoughts on it. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I, th- I thought that was good, and yeah. I, I, I could use anyone praying for me. Well, that concludes
0: Amen. our first lightning round. What do you guys think?
2: I thought everything I said was awesome.
0: I,
3: I would agree <laughs> I that everything was, I said was awesome. <laughs> hey, Steve, do you have anything that you want to circle back to? I said
1: something that was awkward that I regret that I hope gets edited out, but probably won't. Probably
3: won't.
0: Do you have anything you want to circle back to? We don't circle back. We do I have, have anything I want to circle back? All right, we're done. <laughs> you guys, we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you later. Thanks for listening to Dear Church.